Josh Formosa, um, Greyhound trainer extraordinaire, is going to join us very, very soon. Had uh, blast has blast zone in race seven, box one. Uh, already, uh, Mr. Speaker has run today and run third. So plenty to get through with uh, Josh Formosa, and then Jason Adams is going to join us because Troy, the, the Metro Festival of Racing has been absolutely sensational. Um, we've seen it from the Top Gun to the uh, to the shotgun, and now all attention is on uh, this Friday night with the heat to the Melbourne Cup and the bold trees for the stayers. Uh, the Melbourne Cup, of course, for many, the most prestigious race in Greyhounds. Yeah, look, uh, big, big carnival. We've had a big month already with the with the shootout and obviously the uh, the, the, uh, the silver bullet at uh, the Meadows plus the Hume Cup plus the Top Guns over both distances. So it's been a huge run and now we come into the Melbourne Cup heats on Friday night, which is always a brilliant, brilliant, nicer racing because you've got basically, uh, I think we've got 11 heats of Group 1 racing. And that's incredible. So you're going to see the best of the best of the best racing at Sandown, all going for those spots in the Melbourne Cup and the Bold Trees over the staying trip. Uh, it's just fantastic racing. If you're going to watch a racing this week, make sure it's Friday night. Well said. Uh, and we'll speak to Jason Adams all about that from Greyhound Racing Victoria as well. But, yeah, it is an absolutely stacked card. And we'll have a look at what the early market's saying uh, for the Melbourne Cup and the Bold Trees as well. Our first guest today, though, as I said a little earlier, he's already had a place uh, in in the earlier race this, uh, this afternoon. Mr. Speaker running third for Josh Formosa. He's got Blast Zone coming up in race seven. He's got some runners on Friday night as well uh, at Sandown, if I'm not mistaken. Josh Formosa, hello to you and welcome to Midweek Meadows. Hey, boys. How are we going? Yeah, good. Thanks, Josh. Thanks for joining us. Troy Ionic here. Um, not a bad run in the, in the first uh, by Mr. Speaker. He, he ran on quite well. Thoughts on that one? Uh, no, it was actually a really good run. He's pretty green. Um, he's trying out for a bit more ground, but just build him up slowly. And he, he's going to be a nice pup. Now, yeah, I thought so too. I, I, now, the reason I want to speak to you today, for many reasons, but one is a blast zone in race seven today at the Meadows you've got coming up a bit later on. I thought he looked really good value in this race. I know there's a little bit of a question about being on the inside, drawn off the red, but, gee, uh, I, I just thought he looked good value. Am I, am I wrong, or what are your thoughts? Oh, I actually don't mind him drawing the red. Um, he'll take the run if it's there. It's just when he feels a bit of pressure, he can sort of peel to the outside, but... He can sort of begin on terms and he'll hunt up the fence and just hopefully posse nicely. He's not too strong, but he's got to sort of be within you know, a couple of leaders. Yeah, I, well, that, that's how I thought too. And reading the race, I, I just kind of thought you were a pretty good chance today. Uh, you've got a few others in coming during the week as well. Uh, Shepard and to start with um, Dazzling Dippy. Uh, thoughts on that one? Um, he's, he's a little maiden. He's, he's only a plotter sort of thing, but um, he goes okay. He's going to need a lot of luck, but um, he can probably run a drum tomorrow. Uh, I mistakenly said Sandown for you on Friday, um, and I and I apologise for that, Josh. I meant to say Bendigo, which is my hometown. Uh, you've got Have a Lark Kid and Flying for Rock running around. Flying for Rock noticed a few times and has caught my attention. Where is Flying for Rock at at the moment for yours? Um, we had a hit out at Hillsville yesterday. He ran third, probably a bit close for Friday, but um, just thought he would like the extra work. Um, I think he's a massive chance in that race, and he's another one they say they prefer him out wide, but when he's got the fence, they hold him in, and he'll run a good little race. Josh, is, is Havilar Kid, the, is this a new entry into your kennel? Is this the greyhound that was in the uh, the Greeno kennel and, and one at the Meadows the other week? Yeah, um, picked him up um, Saturday night, so there you go. Um, yeah, just a new addition, and 
that race sort of just lined up perfectly for his preparation so far. So we whack him in that. Would have liked an inside box, but we got the pink and we'll see how we go. Well, his run at the Meadows last Wednesday was quite nice and broke the 30 seconds. I think he ran a 29.80. So, uh, yeah, look, it looks very well suited into that race. And if he gets a clear start, it should be very tough to beat. Uh, now, tell us a bit about yourself. Uh, how many dogs in work? How many is in the team? Who helps you? Um, we've got about eight racing and I've got a couple of pre-trainers and a couple about to go to the breakers and we've got pups. Um, we've got the family property in Heathcote. There's Jason, my father, Jordan, brother, Josh, another brother and myself. We all sort of train, so we all chip in and do our little bit and we've got our own different training techniques and whatnot. But, um, yeah, we all help each other when we can. And uh, is that how you got started into the racing through the family? Is that your beginnings? Yeah, um, since I could walk, I reckon I was up the dogs and helping Dad with the dogs, and I just uh, sort of thought, why not give it a crack and see what we can do? Yeah, it seems to be the way with a lot of greyhound families. As soon as you can put a lead in your hand, uh, you normally want to be out there and doing it. So, uh, look, that's a great, great start. Of horror. <laughs> they do say once it's in your blood, it's very hard to get out racing, and uh, they're not wrong, I don't reckon. Now, 100%. <laughs> now, is there uh, anything in the kennel that we should be looking for going forward? I know you said you've got about 18 work there. Is there anything coming through from the breakers or something that the, the listeners might be able to list, look out for in the coming weeks or the coming month uh, that you're, you're excited about, uh, maybe? Well, that one from the first race today, I think once he gets up about the 600 metres, he's going to be a real good dog. Um, just he'll need a couple of runs just to sort of get his field manners right, but once he does that, he's, he's very strong and he's going to be a nice little dog. Yeah, well, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, I just was going to ask, Josh, if, if there's one dog that we should be circling that's in your kennel that you think uh, keep an eye on, big things ahead, who would you say is uh, showing the most talent uh, from uh, from your kennel at the moment, Josh? Um, well, it's hard to go past that Havilar kid now. He's in the kennel. Um, he's, he's very smart. Um, got a couple grade fives up his sleeve at the city tracks and that we'll try and target them and He's got plenty of ability. If we can keep him sound, he's, he's going to go places, that dog. All right, we're riding that one down, Troy, circling. Have a lark, kid. Uh, hey, Josh, really appreciate you joining us. Good luck today. Uh, of course, you've got Blast Zone coming up in race seven and looking really, really good uh, to hopefully strike in that one. So good luck, and we'll be following along with great interest. Cheers. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Yeah.